Welcome to Ink Drinkers, a literary tea party podcast where we discuss books and drink tea. So I was watching um, 911 Lone Star last night. What is that? <laughs> it's like, I mean, it's like a firehouse show. Okay. Anyway, Rob Lowe's in it, who uh-huh. I love. Right. And, uh, you know, his character, as most of his characters are, is very conscious about the way he looks and his hair and his this and his that and whatever. And so he was over at his son's house and they were having tea and he turned to his son and he was like, do you, do you not take the tea bag out of your mug? And the son was like, no, it's just, why, why? I mean, it just takes extra time. Why would I do that? And he was like, well, if you leave the tea bag in there, it can stain your teeth. And I was like, oh, no, <laughs> is that what Marissa and I have been doing to ourselves this whole time? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> so anyway, I just thought I would pass that along. We are staining our teeth. all the issues in the world, I'm not that concerned. <laughs> <laughs> but, but noted. Yeah, just so you know. Okay. We could be staining our teeth hmm. by doing this. <laughs> I just thought it was funny. It is funny. I do love Rob Lowe. Yeah. Have you listened sure. to his podcast? No. It's, I didn't know he has a podcast. Everyone has a podcast. Yeah, these everyone days. has a podcast. It's called Literally with Rob Lowe. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> I like that. Yeah. Anyway, it's really oh. good. It's, it's just like literally just him. Sorry, it's literally him just like having <laughs> conversations with other celebrities that he knows. Uh, it is just really entertaining. Oh, that sounds entertaining. He's great. He is. I love him. Um, one other thing that I'll share, and then we can get to our books, unless you have something to share. But <laughs> there was a quote from the book I just finished reading. It's called "The Plus One" by Maisie Eddings, and um, I just really, <laughs> I just really like this quote. It says, "Camping is just life, but harder." <laughs> I feel that. It's so true. Very fitting. I'm going to Chico State Park tomorrow. Oh, well, have fun. (laughs) We're staying in a cabin. Have fun with your hard life. (laughs) Not on the ground. Still, though. Yeah, it's it's not my um, aesthetic. I'm not a big fan of camping, in case that was not obvious by how much I love that quote. Like, And when you think about it, it's like, it's true. You're literally just going, live your life. In a tent. Why? (laughs) Jamie, we have never been more connected than this moment. (laughs) I'm so glad. Uh, Okay. You want to tell me about your book? Yes, I do. Um, It is called Miss Demeanor (laughs) by Eleanor Lipman. (laughs) Yeah, I have seen that one. Yeah. I, I don't came, know about it, though. Okay, it came out in, like, January of this year also. I think um, it's a newer release. Um, Jane Morgan is a lawyer at a prestigious New York firm. One night after leaving work, she runs into a new – he's not an intern, but, like, a new lawyer at the firm, very green, just starting. They hit it off. They go back to her place. They go up on her rooftop terrace because she lives in this just – amazing doorman 
she has like stake in her like expensive hotel, you know, apartment. Are we, in, are we in New York City? We're or? in New York City. Okay. All right. Um, one thing leads to another. It's a beautiful night. Sure. Where are you going with this? <laughs> um, they start. To- Wait, he's not a lawyer, is he? He's a client. No, he's not a client. He's oh, okay. a lawyer. Okay. He works sorry. for her firm. Okay, sorry. Okay. <laughs> I'm trying to guess. <laughs> um, they start partaking in adult activities. Sure. Um, she thinks, you know, it's like midnight, so, and they're on private property, and like no one else is up there. Oh, they, oh, up on the rooftop, they start doing things. Yeah. Um, the neighbor in the building across the street happens to be on her terrace, bird watching. At night? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, you can she, see the best birds at night. I don't know if you know that. It's actually, yeah, it's actually quite common. Yeah. Um, she is horrified. Well, I would be too, to but be honest. so horrified <laughs> that she calls the police because she feels there is criminal activity going on. She had to witness it. Her brain is scarred. This is ridiculous. She wants them not to have a warning, she wants them arrested for indecent <laughs> exposure right now. She's not going to be able to get over this very easily. Ever. She'll her never be able to seared, get over it. Seared in her brain, their bottoms, in her binoculars. <laughs> <laughs> um, the cops come and go to the rooftop. Uh, she tries to explain the situation. They say, you know, air rights, like that's not public property they're technically um, indecent exposure outside, and uh, she wants them to arrest them. And technically, it is illegal, so they arrest them. Okay. Okay. Um, I mean, I can't fault them for that. It was illegal what they were so doing. So they have court dates. Um, because she doesn't really show much much remorse, and sh- and Jane is just like, this is ridiculous. Like, we're two consult- consenting adults. I was going to tell the firm the next day. I was going to go to HR and turn in, like, that, you know, we had relations, so that <laughs> that wasn't a thing. Um, we had relations. Um, but the judge decides to make an example of Jane because she is a lawyer, and she should know better. Mm. So he gives her six months confinement in her apartment. Wait, what? Yeah. Because it was illegal. And so she now has an ankle monitor. So she's on house arrest for yep. six months? Mm-hmm. Can she go to work? No. Uh, she gets suspended. Her license gets suspended. Her firm lets her go. Um, And she <laughs> is now stuck in her apartment. Oh, my gosh. Uh-huh. Jane, you should have made better life choices. <laughs> Jane is an identical twin. Oh. No. Okay. Nothing weird. <laughs> Sorry. I keep trying to guess things here. It's like, like there's nothing interesting actually happening. <laughs> Jane's identical twin is a doctor. She um, is a dermatologist. She has a very, um, you know, her practice is going She's really well. She's a boring person. <laughs> Um, she decides to step in and help Jane financially support herself while this is going on um, because she has no income coming in and she's kind of dipping into savings. She also is just trying to help her. Um, her name is 
on her birth certificate was Jacqueline. So it was Jane and Jacqueline. Um, but that just uh, can wasn't. Can you say that for me again? Jacqueline. 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 How do you say Jacqueline? Jacqueline. 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 <laughs> there's a. It's it's the way you said it. Okay. But great. There's somebody that I know who pronounces it the other way, and so that's how oh, I said it in my so head. Oh, that's so strange. I mean, my grandmother's name was Jacqueline. But, Jacqueline. But she go. She went by Jackie. Sorry. Anyways. Well, I was just watching your mouth and going. It's, it is Jacqueline. What are these, what are these someone, letters she's yeah, putting together? Sorry. Anyway, sorry. continue. Um, but that just wasn't. Um, it didn't fit her personality, so she's now Jacqueline. Oh. If that tells you anything about her personality. Okay. Yes, she's Dr. Jacqueline Morgan. (laughs) Is it Jacqueline or Jacqueline? I think it's just Jacqueline. (laughs) (laughs) I am just trying to make this book more interesting. (laughs) Um, So basically Jacqueline is telling her sister Jane – you love to cook. Why don't you start a blog, a cooking blog? Like she's just trying to get like all these ideas going so that she's not just completely miserable right. in her apartment. I mean, to um, me, if somebody said you were stuck in your house for six months, just read all the books you want and catch up on all the TV shows. Wait, that happened with COVID. <laughs> no, so never mind. I don't want to bring that back to the world. No, so. stop. You did it last night. I know. I'm sorry. Um... <laughs> So she there there's some it wasn't a huge part in the book, but there was like either a family member or someone from a long time ago who had written um, like a cookbook. It was like from the 1800s. Somehow she got her hands on it and she starts cooking the recipes from this particular cookbook. And instead of doing the blog, her sister is like, oh, the girls at work said it's not about blogs anymore. It's about TikTok videos. No. So you need to get a TikTok presence and start recording your videos. So she starts recording the videos under the name Miss Demeanor Uh. and kind of tells her like what happened and, you know, Um, and then while she's cooking and she shows like the steps of the and she also reads the ridiculous like how the recipes are written are like ridiculous, you know, because it's from the 1800s. Oh, that's fun. Yeah. Um, so a certain doorman happens to accidentally tell Jane one day when she's just like walking around the building because <laughs> she can walk within her building <laughs> um, that there is another resident who is also under house arrest for a white collar crime. Is it the other lawyer? No. Darn it. I, I, I quit. I'm done guessing. <laughs> so his name is Perry. and uh, Perry Jane, Mason? No, not Perry Mason. Perry <laughs> Salisbury. <laughs> okay. All right. Okay. You should stop. I'm really sorry. <laughs> so she goes and knocks on Perry's door, kind of explains that she's in a similar situation. They kind of become friends. He says he orders out all the time. Her sister happens to be there one night when they're chit-chatting, and she's like, well, Jane just started cooking and is trying to get this going, you should cook for him. And, like, like him pay her so that he's not having to do, like, a order out every night. Sure. He's super excited about that. He's like, I would love that. I love recipes from the 1800s. <laughs> um, Please bring me all the shepherd's pie. <laughs> so this relationship starts going. Um, and then one day she is walking around the building and she sees the, um, he's like the landscape um, guy, I guess, at the property. Sure. And she's talking to him and she looks up because she can see the other lady's balcony from the building. um, And she says her plant, like 
her plants look like they're not being taken care of. Like, that looks a little shabby kind of thing. And he's like, oh, yeah, you didn't hear she died. And she, she was like, she she what? He's like, yeah, she died. And he she was like, well, how do you know that? And he's like, well, my brother is actually the super at that at that apartment complex. And he found her. And she was like, well, how did she die? And he was like, I don't know. And so she starts, like, trying to figure out how this woman died. Um, and then... She was scared to death by the visuals she saw. So she then gets a call from the police thinking, okay, they're coming to talk about my case or, like, tell me how ridiculous your case has been thrown out. <laughs> You're good. And instead they say, um, she left a note. And the note said, if she... Uh, in the In the... If she passes in an untimely, unusual way to look at Jane first. Well, <laughs> okay, this book no longer sounds boring. <laughs> I'm going to leave it there. Okay. <laughs> that does sound entertaining. But I think also if Eleanor Lippman had thrown in all the my suggestions, it would have been even more exciting. I agree. Perry Mason and all. <laughs> <laughs> Forgot about that one. <laughs> Tell me about your book, Jamie. Well, Marissa, in my book, crimes also occur. There's our Did link. Done. There's our link. I love our links. <laughs> um, I'm telling you about a dad book. I'm telling you about yet another book in the Harry Bosch series, but this one's not Harry Bosch. It's just part of like the Harry Bosch world. Okay. So this one's called Bloodwork by Michael Connolly and um it follows Terry McCaleb, who is a former FBI agent. And normally I wouldn't want to do like multiple books from the same series, but this one was so creative, like the plot and the, I just, I had to talk about it. So that's what I'm doing. So Terry McCaleb, I said he's a former FBI agent. The reason he's a former FBI agent is he had to quit his job to get a heart transplant. Okay. And so he got the heart transplant, I don't know, like a month or two ago or whatever. And so for the next six months or whatever, he like can't do anything. He's got to be super chill. He can't get stressed out about stuff. He can't work. He can't like he really just can't do much because he risks losing this heart. Um, He lives on a houseboat like he's trying to live a chill life, you know. And then this lady walks into his houseboat. And says, I need you to investigate the murder of my sister. And he's like, look, lady, I'm sure you read about me in the paper because, like, his uh, story was in the paper. Because it's, you know, whatever, kind of an interesting story. And mm -hmm. I'm sure you read about me in the paper. I don't work anymore. I'm no longer an FBI agent. I can't do that. I'm, I'm trying to recover. Like, just give me some space. Leave me alone. And she says, well, you're right. I did uh, read about you in the paper. That's why I'm here. Um you have my sister's heart. And this was all supposed to be completely anonymous. He wasn't supposed to know whose heart he had. My face. She wasn't I didn't make a sound. <laughs> my face was like. <gasps> she wasn't supposed to know who her sister's organs went to, but because of the story in the paper, she was able to piece it together and was like, my sister was murdered, and that's the reason you have her heart. And the police aren't taking me seriously. They don't think it was a homicide. I need you to investigate this. Whew. Yeah. So that 
as a premise on its own is just like, whoa. Mm -hmm, For sure. But the solution, which obviously I'm not going to talk about, what I'm going to tell you is it was mind-blowing. It was so creative. I can't even, oh my God, it was so good. Her mystery, her murder was creative or like the the leading up to, like the whole unraveling of the murder mystery was? So. What was mind-blowing? Or, or the writing, or what, what was it? <laughs> the, uh, I mean, obviously the mystery was, like, really good, but then figuring out who did it and why, that part, I was like, oh, my God, how did somebody come up with this idea? It was really good. Made me think of the book that I just talked about when the cops came. <laughs> Initially, they were like, she had palpitations about the lady. Because she was like, she's fine. She's like, she just saw, saw us having sex. And she was like, she has palpitations. And I could just like, in my mind, picture a New York cop being like, she's got palpitations. <laughs> and that's what reminds me. That, that reminded you because he had a heart Where are they located? Um, in Los Angeles. Okay. I think like the surrounding area of Los Angeles. Okay. Um, but yeah, so it was a really well done mystery. A lot of it is like him like trying to solve this murder, but also trying not to work too hard. And like his doctor keeps yelling at him, like you can't be doing this. You're gonna have issues. And so he's like working against the clock, but he's working against his heart. And it's, it's so stressful the whole time. And it's so good. And he's also kind of working a little bit with this lady Graciela, who it's her sister that was murdered. And like her sister had a son who's probably like six or seven years old. And um, and so Terry McCaleb kind of takes the son under his wing and it's just, I mean, the guy can't even drive. He's not even approved to drive because of this heart transplant. And he's got to somehow figure out how to solve this murder. It was so good. <laughs> you don't have to have read any of the other books. Okay. Good to know. Like this is good a standalone. Just you'll thank me later. Okay. It was excellent. <laughs> That is all I have to say. Okay. <laughs> um, the tea that we're drinking is another one from Bainbridge Island. This is the one that I selected whenever I went there, and I loved it, and I bought more. Yep, it's very good. And now we're drinking it. It's called Blackberry Assam. That's really all I know about it because they don't put any information on their bags yeah. or their website. Um, it has a slight fruit blackberry taste but it is very subtle it's not very fruit forward it's very smooth it's very um it is very smooth mm-hmm. it's turning our teeth <laughs> colors because we've left the tea bags in but yeah i like it it's very drinkable it is very drinkable and i like it and i will continue to drink it which is why i bought some <laughs> Mm-hmm. And why we're drinking it right now. Yes, exactly. And I also got for us some pure butter vanilla shortbread cookies. They were delish. That I had to take away from Marissa. They were delish. <laughs> um, I got them with my last Harney and Sons tea order. And I wanted to get us the, the ones that came in the shapes of little Scotty dogs. But <laughs> they were out of those. So it's just a boring, plain, swirl shape. <laughs> they're but, really good but i hope you've enjoyed them yes i did what did I had you three of them what did you say that these cookies oh make? yeah they they have a similar look and a 
sort of a similar look, but they look they taste like what I think a Ted Lasso cookie tastes like. And I just love that. Like buttery and soft and vanilla and just deliciousness. Yum. The perfect crumble. The perfect crumble. <laughs> um, I do would like to discuss uh, another book that just hit, just missed the mark. Okay. Um, the Reunion by Kayla Olson. You've seen this? No. It came out in uh, January of 2023. It was fine. Noted. I really don't know. Yeah, I, I uh, did I listen book. to the whole thing, but it was it was fine. <laughs> okay. Um, don't go running to this to the store. Yeah, it was basically about a um, actors uh, who were on a hit TV show as teens, kind of like a Dawson's Creek vibe, is what I picked up on. Um, they decided to do like a, a reboot. Uh, season or mm. an episode, a long episode like um, Parks and Rec. No, didn't they do a reunion episode? I don't know. Okay, so I didn't see it anywhere, but Rob Lowe and Chris, the Chris that's on the show, because there's mm-hmm. like ten Chris's. Yeah, um, Chris Pine talked about it's not some Pine. Not Chris Pine. No, it's not Chris Pine. That's what I came into my mind too, but it's not Chris it's Pine. Not. It's Chris. Um, mm-hmm. I know. Yep. I can't. You all know who we're talking about. Yeah. Uh, they were talking about some kind of reunion episode on the, his podcast. Anyway. It's Gilmore Girls. Oh, Gilmore Girls. You know how like they had the. Yes. Way after the fact. Yeah, they had those four l- yeah. long episodes. So that's kind of what this is going to be is like they're having this. Um, it's more than ten year, more than a decade since the show wrapped because they were, I don't know, like seventeen, eighteen. Um, when the show wrapped, her father, who was a well known actor, died in a car accident trying to get away from paparazzi, and so she was kind of dealing with all of that. She was really close with her um, on screen love interest on the show, and there was something that happened with their relationship. They get back to film this episode. You hear about their relationship, blah, blah, blah. It's just really, um, it was okay. It was just kind of mundane. It's all right. I've had a bit of a mediocre uh, reading life yeah. lately. It wasn't terrible. Like, it, I got through it. Like, yeah. I read it, the whole thing. Or Such a to glowing it, review. I got through it. <laughs> that's all. That's all I have to say. <laughs> well, thank you for sharing that. You're welcome. <laughs> um, shall we go eat some more Shortbread cookies. I will refrain. (laughs) Not because I want to, but because I should. But on that note, cheers. Cheers. (laughs) Thanks for listening. Be sure to check out the show notes for the full list of books we discussed today. You can find that in your podcast app or on our website, inkdrinkerspodcast.com. And please support us by subscribing anywhere you listen to podcasts and leaving a review. You can find us on Instagram and on Twitter at Ink Drinkers Pod. Cheers! Cheers.